Hello, welcome to another episode of The High Ground, powered by Premier Companies. Good morning, Ryan. How hey, are you good doing? Good morning, Sal. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Good. I'll tell you what, uh, put a timestamp on it. We're here. Uh, we're uh, wrapping up, getting ready to go into September here, 2023. Labor Day weekend coming Labor up. Labor Day weekend coming up, and we've got a special guest. Uh, Mr. Brian Farmer is joining us from his uh, office in Jeffersonville. And Brian, you are the regional vice president of the Larson Group, so thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Well, before we do anything else, we got to do the question of the day. Yeah, you're not immune to this. No, Brian. nobody is. <laughs> and I hope it goes better than some of the other ones we've had. We tried to describe our jobs to a five-year-old uh, a couple episodes ago, and that was that was tough. Yeah, uh, you need to skip. You need to skip to about the three-minute mark on that one. The rest <laughs> yeah. of the podcast's really good, but the beginning's a struggle. There's a lot yeah. of us going. Uh. <laughs> So, Brian, the question of the day, excluding money, I want to make sure I get this right, excluding money, what would you want to have an unlimited supply of for the rest of your life and why? Wow, that's a good one, Sal. (laughs) I did email this to you. (laughs) So your 600 emails that are in your inbox? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't have anything prepared for it, though. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. So. so excluding money, Brian, what would you what would you want to have an unlimited supply of for the rest of your life? I would have to say health, Sal. Oh, um, that's a good one. That's mine. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, that's cut. I'm going first. Bad guest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, as uh, these gray hairs continue to grow in, uh, uh, your health is more important uh, every day. So if we got our health, we got the ability to go out and try to succeed. So I heard that one of our IV guys come in here today with the crutches. He, they were he hobbled in here. Kyle hobbled in on crutches this morning. Unbelievable! I know. Let's <laughs> see the other guy, right, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, if you could have anything, unlimited supply. Well, he took mine. I know, but I'm going to go with health as well. I'm just I'm sticking with it because I think it's a good answer, Brian. I agree with you 100. percent All the rest of that stuff will uh, will work itself out if we do have our health and and uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that can happen so quickly that uh, we overlook that as being a being a benefit a lot of times, but uh, yep, I'm I'm with you on that one. Turns out, easy question. It it really was. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll go with the uh, obviously family. We'll just go with health and family. So that that uh, we got a really we got a fun family, and it's a lot of fun. And assuming I have good health, that's uh like to have that so. exactly. Well, Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, you know I reside in Washington County. Um, awesome. Grew up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> awesome county in Indiana. Yeah. Grew up in central Indiana, um, Greenwood, south of Indianapolis. Uh, my wife and I moved down to uh, Washington County in the in the mid-90s after we got married. Um, she wanted to be closer to family. They got a small farm there that she grew up on, and um, we fell in love with that area and so uh, decided to reside there got three kids two of my my two oldest boys are both working now and then uh my daughter bell's in junior high there at west washington all all so, of them athletes right oh yeah yeah we we keep them active <laughs> full disclosure <laughs> i bet they keep you active that's yeah, probably the truth <laughs> absolutely. Uh, absolutely so uh, uh brian tell us a little bit about the larson group yeah so um you know when we moved down here um, 
I began my career in the trucking business in the late 90s, uh, selling trucks here at a Peterbilt dealership in Jeffersonville. The Larson Group bought our dealership in uh, 2005. Um, they're a privately held uh, company. They operate uh, 25 locations today, wow. uh, began their business um, in 1987. The home office is there in Springfield, Missouri. And um, so uh, uh, I, I, again, began my career as a, as a sales guy there selling Peterbilt trucks here in Jeffersonville. In uh, 2010, they asked me to become the general manager. And then here just recently in the last uh, couple of months, uh, took on this new role as a regional vice president. So, good deal. Can you can can you describe your job to a five year old? <laughs> no. All right, we won't go back to that. Ryan. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's sorry. An easy one. Trucks. I mean, yeah. that is awesome. right. Great big shiny yeah. trucks. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So big all- trucks are easy to to, to talk to the kids. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, do all, all the service all the locations have sales and service um, service departments and parts? Pretty much. Yeah. So most of our locations are full service locations where we sell new and used trucks. Uh, uh, we sell parts and then obviously service the equipment. Um, we do have some locations, smaller locations that uh, are just parts and service locations. Usually uh, in between some of our bigger locations, we try to fill those gaps to support those customers in the in the areas uh, in the rural areas. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we got a, a footprint. Uh, over about nine states, uh, we wow. service the Midwest, and then uh, we do have some stores out in the Southeast as well. And your geography is what now? So uh, I cover this, uh, the locations in Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. Uh, we've got seven locations well, in uh, in that area. So Very good. Yeah. So, Brian, tell us a little bit about the environment for, for your customers right now, these trucking companies. We know things were uh, – things were – Changed a lot in 2020 uh, with all the shipping and, and issues that we had out there. And so, I mean, what's it look like now? We know interest rates are out of control and a lot of that kind of thing. So what are you seeing from your customers? Yeah, there's there's a lot of challenges in our industry right now. Um, you mentioned interest rates. Um, you know, it's really impacted our used truck business, um, you know, freight rates uh, over the last couple of years had been pretty strong in here in the last uh, six to eight months or so, those freight rates have really softened up. So this year has been a little different year. The spot market's pretty soft. Uh, freight rates are up. So our used truck uh, uh, inventories have grown a bit and um, it's created some challenges. Our, our customers, um, you know, still face driver shortages. You know, labor's a big thing. So there's a lot of challenges for them out there today for sure. Yeah, we understand that uh, as far as uh, driver shortages and and uh, actually a little history. Brian and I are on the West Washington School Board together. We had we had Keith Nance on here uh, for a podcast, a superintendent of West Washington Schools, talking about his commercial our commercial drivers uh, program that we have at the high school there. So yeah, just anything we can do to to try to get around these driver shortages is going to be a big boon for all of our businesses. So what? Uh, from a supplier standpoint, Brian, as far as uh, so as the trucking companies that are the local trucking companies, that's some of the issues they face. From a supplier standpoint, do we have any parts issues like we did have through COVID or anything like that? Yeah, you know, Sal, uh, a couple of years ago, the the big scare, the big shortage was chips. Yep. Um, and you think about you know how that impacted the automotive industry. 
um, you know, our trucks have probably three times as many chips as what an automobile has in them. So um, we were really impacted by that. It really disrupted, uh, um, you know, the ability to deliver, you know, the trucks to in a timely fashion to our customers. And, um, you know, it just, just created a lot of heartache. So um, today um, they they figured out that chip thing and and we're able to get those chips. Our, our teams have been um, at, at Peterbilt Motors been working hard to be able to secure the chips. And so they've pretty well got that yeah. figured out today. Today, it seems like it's everything else. Oh. So we're not out of the woods. <laughs> I was like, Lovely. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, that's awesome. That's a way to, that's a way to coat the bad <laughs> <And> news. Really, <laughs> um, plenty of chips. <laughs> you know, and it, and it all goes back to labor again. Yeah. Um, today, what we see is, you know, one week there's a shortage of windshields. The next week it's tires. The next week, uh, they had a couple of shutdown uh, days here a couple of weeks ago. We, we were out of frame rails. Wow. So... Yeah, um, the challenges uh, continue. They've gotten better, um, but they do continue, and, and it affects the ability to, uh, you know, produce enough trucks for the demand out there in the market. So is this, uh, I mean, everything, I, I know you guys just had a release, I believe, of, uh, you've got a new model coming out, is that right? That kind of harkens back to the classic 389s and 379s, and I mean, how is that, how is that going? Closet trucker in here. I love can, it, I yeah. love it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the big shiny yeah, trucks so too, so you don't have to describe your job to a five-year-old, I'm pretty excited about it too. <laughs> Ryan ran into the podcast room for this one. We're like, talking about Peterbilt's, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, our traditional truck um, that started out the 359 and then evolved into the 379 and then the 389, uh, we're continuing down that path. There was a lot of nervous people out there uh, that that truck was going away. And, you know, the, the, the greenhouse gas laws and the EPA, they continue to put pressure um, uh, to increase uh, fuel economy and, and aerodynamics. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy to say that uh, our new model, the 589, um, we had a big reveal out in Texas uh, here a couple of months ago. We're actually getting ready to see the first couple of those validation units. Um, they build some early trucks just to validate the process, the manufacturing process. So we're going we're gonna to see a couple of those local here. Um, Boyd and Sons, which is uh, 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 a customer out in Washington, Indiana, has got one of the first ones that will be hitting the ground hopefully here next month. Uh, but they are uh, the traditional square hood, aluminum hood with the aluminum cutaway fenders. Uh-huh. Just uh, we're adding a little wider cab, a little more comfort to the to the truck. So it's exciting. Nice. It is good. You don't want to give up. You don't want to give coolness up for fuel efficiency. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Well, you got to live in the thing. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Brian, uh, what's coming next? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what's coming next? I know uh, at Premier Ag, we've done some uh, demo uh, testing with some automated sprayers, uh, completely autonomous. Uh, what is coming next in the trucking industry? Just kind of forward thinking. What do you think's coming at us? So the, the, the big thing today is alternative fuels um, to diesel. Um, or alternative power, I should say. Um, today, uh, the buzz is about uh, EVs or electric vehicles. Um, you know, the the there's a again a carb regulation coming in 2024 
the Cal California Air Resources Board continues to work with the EPA and put um, a lot of constraints on the diesel engine. So um, we have some demo units out there that are running. Um, you know, it, it's a real thing, uh, but the chassis are really heavy. And they can't go very far. I was going so, to say, that's you a, know, uh, it, it's it, the technology is there to build the truck. But, um, you know, as far as infrastructure to be able to, um, you know, to, to move across the country, uh, we're, ju we're just not there yet. But yeah. uh, it's coming. Anything else as far as like maybe uh, autonomous or or uh, uh, not drones, but uh, driver driverless trucking or anything like that? Yeah, so there's still some ongoing, um, you know, autonomous work going out there. Um, you know, here a couple of years ago, there was a big focus on that and improving, uh, you know, with this driver shortage, uh, you had uh, trucks that were platooning. So they would connect trucks electronically. The lead truck has a driver in it doing all the work. The second truck uh, was basically just had a, um, a guy in the seat, but he was just riding along. Um, there's, they continue to do some of that testing um, in certain lanes, um, you know, there today, I think FedEx has some routes between uh, Houston and Dallas where they continue to, to do testing there. Um, but but these uh, new regulations in 2024 with emissions have really switched their focus to try to figure out, you know, this next uh, uh, path for, for power. And, you know, Cummins is working on um, some uh, – uh, some things there as well. And it, it, you know, it's just, it's unknown at this point. Uh, I think natural gas might be the bridge to the, yeah. uh, to get to those uh, technologies and until they get infrastructure and in, uh, in place. So. Yeah. Lots of uh, changes. I mean, technology generally improves things, uh, but I don't know about uh, electric vehicles for trucking. That doesn't seem like a, it seems kind of counterintuitive. I mean, they got to go a long way. And uh, people take it for granted that everything we use arrives on a truck, and uh, the reliability yeah, the has got to be there. Yeah, the other big challenge is the power. Oh. Um, you know, getting enough power to the site to recharge these ba these batteries oh. overnight, fast charge, um, it, it is a big challenge. So, all right. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us today. Do you have anything else uh, that you'd like to cover? No, I don't think so. I appreciate you guys having me on and uh, look forward to uh, to catching up on some future podcasts that you guys might have. All right. Well, bring one of them new trucks by and we'll take a look at it. <laughs> we'll do it. Thanks, Brian. And that wrap, that yep. concludes another episode of the High Ground Power by Premier Companies. Uh, please like and subscribe and have a good day. Mm -hmm.